how do you write the book or run a marathon or lose weight? One pound, one word, one step at a time. Don't look at the big mountain. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey everyone, welcome to the show. My name is Kim Peek. I'm a running and triathlon coach and lover of all things fitness, health, nutrition, and mindset. I am excited that you're joining me today because, well, I am just really fired up about life today, and I'm glad you're here so that we can have a little chat. First, though, let's talk about that Chiefs game last weekend. If you weren't watching, the Chiefs were down at home 24 to nothing in the first 20 minutes of the game. It was crazy. Who gets their butts handed to them in the first 20 minutes of the game at home in the loudest stadium in the NFL? So first, number one, that was crazy, right? And people, maybe every city is like this, but in Kansas City, we love our teams and we rally behind them all year long. But especially in the playoffs, our entire city was red. Union Station was beautifully lit. All the buildings downtown are decked out in lighting, in their windows and their marquees. Everything is red and ready for the Chiefs to go all the way. Like I said, we go all out for our teams in Kansas City. And that is something that I love about living in Kansas City. I remember when the Royals were in the playoffs and ultimately won the World Series, there is something about your sports teams doing well that just brings an entire community together. And I love that about living here and just how all of the people are nicer and it gives people something to talk about when you're out and about, gives a reason for people to interact with strangers when they're out and about. But back to this Chiefs story. So the Chiefs are losing miserably. Everyone in in their homes, everybody's yelling and shouting at their televisions. I know people who left the stadium and who turned off their TVs and stopped watching. There was actually a guy that they interviewed on the news who left the game at the end of the first quarter because he decided he was bad luck. And when they interviewed Patrick Mahomes at, after the game or the next day or whatever, They asked him what they wanted this guy to do, and he said they want him to stay home for the next game. So people were upset. They were leaving the game because who would expect that you would be down by that much in a championship game in the first quarter? But you see, we also have this amazing kid. I just mentioned him. Maybe you've heard of him. Patrick Mahomes, he's 24 years old and wise beyond his years. He kept his cool and he gave his team a powerful pep talk. And they turned that game around for a 51 to 31 win against the Texans. Now, what I love about this is the heart of the talk was only four words. Those four words were, let's Do something special. He didn't panic. He kept his cool. He assessed the situation. And he helped his team 
move past this horrendous start of a game and take control of the situation. And this Sunday afternoon comeback is a lesson that we can all use in our lives each and every day. First, you don't have to wait until tomorrow to make a change. What would have happened if the Chiefs would have gotten all upset and all down and decided to wait until tomorrow to make a change? That would have been the end of the season because they would have lost that game. You don't need to wait until the start of a new week, the start of a new month, the start of a new year. Every single moment is a chance to start fresh. If the Chiefs had decided to wait until the half to make some changes, if they had decided to make a change tomorrow, they would have lost that game and they wouldn't be playing the Titans this coming weekend for a chance to go to the Super Bowl. Every single moment, you have a choice. Second, Mahomes kept his cool. He didn't start throwing helmets and kicking things. He didn't yell obscenities and throw a tantrum. He knew that it was was his responsibility to be a leader, to lead by example. There was a video that was released by the NFL that shows or has the audio of his speech. And what he said was, they're playing man coverage. If we catch the ball and make one person miss, it's a touchdown. Let's do something special. Let's do something special. They're already counting us the bleep out. One play at a time. Do something special. He assessed the situation, came up with a plan, and he got his team on board. Now, that's a heck of a lot more effective than throwing a tantrum. Once you lose control and allow yourself to feel helpless, it's a lot harder to make the comeback in any situation. Think about your daily life and the things you allow to spiral out of control. Maybe it's how you react at a stoplight. Maybe somebody cuts you off in the parking lot at Target. What would the outcome be if you paused, took a deep breath, and took a few seconds to think before simply reacting? When we take our frustration out on those around us, when we we react without thinking, we lose our ability to gain control of the situation and turn it around. Keep your cool. Third, one play at a time. When you need to accomplish something big, when there's a lot on the line, it can be overwhelming to look at the big picture. If you want to lose 100 pounds, that can feel like an impossible task. If you've never run a 5K before and you decide you're going to train for a marathon, 26.2 freaking miles can seem like an impossible task. If you want to write a book, it can seem overwhelming when your editor says you need to turn in 40,000 words. Not that that happened to me. I kept my cool. I knew that I needed to do it one word at a time. But when you look at a big task, it can seem overwhelming until you remember that you can gain control over a situation by looking at it one play at a time. So how do you write the book or run a marathon or lose weight? One pound, one word, one step at a time. Don't look at the big mountain. Think about it. Think about those baby steps. So the Chiefs were behind. They knew they couldn't focus on making all those points up at once. It seemed impossible. 
unless you were Patrick Mahomes. Mahomes knew he needed his team to focus on one play at a time. One play at a time. One step at a time. That's all you need. That's all you need to expect from yourself in any situation that seems overwhelming. One step, then figure out the next step and the next. Rather than focus on the big picture, what's the one next thing you can do? That's all you have to figure out in any situation. And finally, do something special. Now, I don't know what Mahomes meant when he said this, but I really like the sound of do something special as a mantra that an athlete could use when they're really needing to push hard. Maybe you're trying to go up a hill and you're chanting to yourself, do something special, do something special. Or when you're putting in that extra effort to surge past a competitor in a race, do something special. Or even something that an actress could say to herself as she strikes that power pose before walking into an audition. Do something special. Make this happen. Show them what you're made of. Do this for yourself and remember this moment the rest of your life. Now, whatever Mahomes meant when he said do something special, it worked. He connected with his team, they got the message, and they made the impossible happen. And this week, everyone is talking about that crazy comeback. Together, that team did something special. Something they will always remember, something their fans will always remember, and I hope that somewhere there's a 10-year-old kid who saw that, who heard that speech, who is dreaming of being an NFL player or an entrepreneur or an actor, somebody with big dreams, who can see what happens when you keep your cool, focus on one play at a time, and strive to do something special. Now, of course, all of Kansas City wants our Chiefs to win this weekend and go on to the Super Bowl and win the Super Bowl. But what a gift they have given us with this shining example of what can happen when we choose how we look at a situation. So I want to tell you or show you one more thing on this topic before I close out the show. There are lots of different variations on this model that I'm about to show you that will help you take control of a situation or change how you view a situation or help you create a new habit or a behavior. And I really like this one because for me, it's easy to remember because it ties back to an old advertising copy mo- copywriting model that I learned a million years ago when I was in college. And that is think, feel, do. I posted this on Facebook earlier in the week. If you're listening in real time, you might've caught that. And it goes like this. You are in control of your thoughts which means you have the power to choose what you think about anything that happens in your life. You can choose how you feel about that thought, and that affects the resulting action or behavior. And anywhere down the line, you can make a choice to change your reaction. So before we get too far, I am not talking about anything where you are being abused. I'm not talking about tolerating an abusive behavior or a dangerous situation. I'm talking about mindset things and taking control of your goals. I'm not saying use this as a trick to put up with something that is not in your best interest, but for something that is in your best interest and you want to make some changes. Let me show you how this works. Think, feel, do. So let's say I'm training for a marathon and I'm having trouble making time for my long run. 
That's the situation. If I'm trying to change my behavior so that I will keep that promise to myself that I'm going to go out this Saturday and get my long run in, I might try to change my thought. What do I want to think about this long run? Maybe I had thought I don't want to go run because I don't have time or I don't want to go run because it's cold. Well, maybe I change my thought and I remind myself that I am a marathoner and marathoners who complete races have certain things they do. That includes getting enough rest, eating nutritious food, and getting their long runs in. So that's my thought. Then I ask myself, how does that thought make me feel? If I had that thought, how would I feel about myself? Well, if I get in my long run, I would feel proud or maybe accomplished. And then how does that affect my action? Heck yeah, I'm going to get out and run because I want to feel proud and accomplished. I want to be that marathoner. I want to complete that race. So you can kind of see how by changing one thing in the equation, it can change our behavior or our thought. Everything is tied together. If you can remember, think, feel, do, you can turn around so many situations in your life. Your thoughts affect your feelings, which affect your behavior. Change one of those things and you can change the outcome. You can, all, you can use this as a projection, how you want to react in a situation, and you can also use it after the fact to analyze what you did or what you're doing, that what is influencing this, influencing this behavior that you want to stop. So for example, I have discovered now that I have a, also have a desk job where I sit at my computer all day and work. I have developed this really bad habit of raiding the pantry every time I get stuck or I need a mental break. So as you could imagine, that is not good for my waistline. So using think, feel, do, I can walk myself through this. My thought is, this is hard. I'm stuck. And then when I get stuck, my feeling is one of, I want comfort or I want my problem solved. I just want somebody to wipe this problem away. And in my mind, I know that I'm going to get comfort or relief. Relief might be a better, a better feeling there. I might get relief by eating this food. So for some reason, my action has been to reach for some food that would give me that dopamine hit that would make me feel better. So now that I'm kind of aware of this problem and what I'm, how, what my, how my thoughts are affecting my feelings, which are affecting my behavior, I can work backwards in this situation. I could choose a different action. Instead of reaching for food, maybe I go for a walk. And after I have that walk, how does it leave me feeling? It leaves me feeling fresh and rejuvenated. And maybe my thought would be, I've got this. I know how to solve solve the problem now. So you can use this in either direction to change a behavior. If you're skipping your run, if you're skipping your mobility exercises, if you're not, if you're having foot pain and not doing your foot exercises, if you're skipping the exercises that strengthen your core and your hips, you can use think, feel, do to analyze what's going on and to pluck one of those things out, change how you think about those exercises Change how you feel about those exercises. I hope this is all making sense to you and that it's something that is helpful, something you can use in your daily life, something that will help you get the most out of each day as you train, as you parent, 
as you lead others at work and in your community. I want you all to have a great week. And in the words of Patrick Mahomes, do something special. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.